Ladies and gentlemen, joining me on the line, he is from, I got to pull up the notes just to make sure I get it right, Loman Paranormal. Ladies and gentlemen, Corey Loman's on the line. Hey, Corey, what's going on? Hey, buddy, how are you? I am hanging in there. Now, uh, Corey, the reason you're on today, um, we like to dive into the world of the paranormal here on the show. I'm very fascinated in this stuff. And this is kind of a cool callback to something we did on The Haunting of KGGO. Last year, uh, you've got a new documentary coming out on August 5th, and it's about a, well, it's about a location that we talked about on last year's haunting. Where are we going here? We are going to the Horge House out in Benton, Iowa. Now, of course, that was uh, Josh and Katie from the Benton County Historical Society uh, and Paranormal Tours that came on and originally told us about this place. This is kind of the next, it's kind of sounding like in the in this field, it might be kind of the next big place to go investigate here in the state of Iowa, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's still growing and we're finally starting to get teams from all all over the country that are coming in and it's it's really starting to take off and the name's really starting to get out there the way we always start these interviews and we'll get to uh your documentary and all that i like to find out where people kind of stand with this stuff how they got into it and what their fascination is with sitting in a room by themselves in the middle of the night in the dark (laughs) in a cold place sometimes if it's winter but uh cory uh how did you get into the world of the paranormal so it's it's pretty simple, actually. Um, you know, I graduated in 2007 from high school, and Ghost Adventures actually came out in 2008, I believe. Okay. And I really just became a, a fan really quick and really fast, and so did my dad. Um, and we've probably watched any show that you can possibly think of. Uh, we never really had any experiences ourselves that we could really think about or not rationalize. Um, So we really just really wanted to know what it was all about, you know, and when COVID kind of shut down the whole world, you know, back in 2020, (laughs) we decided, you know, why the hell not? You know, yeah, a ghost isn't going to get sick. You know, we could go and visit some of these historic places and and really kind of prove to ourselves what it's all about. Uh, Pretty much the basic of how we got started. Corey Lowman's on the line with me right now. So you didn't have like stories from when you were a kid or anything like this. This was, you saw the first shows come out and you got interested into it. Yeah, exactly. We, we were just really fans, you know, it's, it's kind of like, uh, I'm a big sports fan as well. You know, I, I was a fan of sports and that's what got me into it. I became a a fan of the paranormal fairly quickly and kind of wanted to dive right into it. All right. So you, you get the, the itch to go do this. What was the first place you actually went and investigated? Like what was day one of this for you? Our first place was actually the Farrar School. Okay. Um, just outside of Des Moines here. Yep, yep. I um, know all about the Farrar School. Yep, and uh, we uh, we went with a group of about eight to ten friends of ours. Um, we just kind of shot out a group text and said, hey, we're thinking about going to this place to, to kind of check it out. And went with a bunch of friends. Uh, you know, that, that place is is amazing. If you have never been there, definitely go there. I know it's currently on the market to be sold. Yeah, uh, We're really hoping that whoever does buy it continues to share it with everybody because it's really just an amazing place. Um, and we actually have a close friend of ours that actually went to school there uh, shortly before it shut down. Oh, really? Um, yep. And so we went there and me and my wife and my dad were really the last one standing. Everyone else was kind of asleep by about two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and uh, So we just kind of got a free roam to school a little bit. My wife, actually, she, she was very nervous uh, about going, you know, her fear is always something attaching, following us yeah, home, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. And uh, about two hours into it, you know, the sun goes down, the place gets spooky dark. 
And I'm like, where's my wife at? She's just out wandering this big school just all by herself. Really? Just being a boss. Oh, that's awesome. Good for her. What's her name? Tia. Tia, I want to give you a high five next time I see you. (laughs) Yeah, she's definitely a champ when it comes to it. That's awesome. Corey Loman on the line with me right now. Loman Paranormal uh, has a new documentary coming out. We're going to get to that here in a second. So as you guys kind of get, what year was that? Uh, 2017, was, I think you said? Uh, 2020. Oh, 2020. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah, no, that's, Ferrar's a good place for people to start, I think. Like you can get some good info or you can have really good nights there. You can have nights where, you know, it, it's, you know, not a lot going on, but uh, it, it, it's a good place to start for investigations. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we've we've all heard of Villisco. We've all heard of Edinburgh, you know, these big uh, historic places that kind of have a more tragic past. And we, we did not want to dive straight in, <laughs> right into that. Uh, we really wanted to kind of get our feet wet and get an understanding of what we were really going to do. Um, that way we did it right. We didn't want to just go in expecting some demonic thing to happen. Yeah. Um, we wanted to go in and learn not only about what the paranormal is like, but kind of our own way to approach it. Well, that's a good place to go because is it for you as the paranormal, like, what do you think of it is, are you going in to just strictly debunk? Do you believe in it? Do you, what, what's your take? This is where my wife and I watch you butt heads quite a lot. Cause we are very skeptic believers, if, if okay. that makes sense. So we'll we'll capture stuff on camera we'll we'll kind of see things or feel certain things and a lot of time we'll we'll tend to rationalize it okay um so we really um if it gets past me it's still got to get past my wife for us to really say okay we cannot explain this and i can't tell you how many times that it's gotten past me or my dad and my wife just ruins the whole thing for us <laughs> And then she actually turns out to be right a lot of the time. So yeah. if you can convince my wife, you, you can probably convince anybody. See, I um, that's where I'm kind of at with it, where I'm not unwilling to believe stuff, but I want good evidence or to experience, exactly. you know. Um, and you can't yeah, always, you don't always have that evidence. Like if you have a personal experience, so you may not have a camera rolled or whatever. But, you know, there's at least that moment where it's like, okay, I, there's something going on here. Yep, exactly. You know, we'll like for instance when we were when we were filming, you know, it we caught one instance where it sounded like someone was sprinting across the upstairs of the house. And then my wife of course realized that hey, a car went by at that time and there's railroad tracks right outside the house. Okay. So my dad actually got in his truck, went out, drove across the railroad tracks and it was the exact same sound. Okay. So we are very particular in um, what we will definitively say is unexplainable. Oh, you shot down one um, video I really liked down really quick. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that topic is such a wide array of opinion, you know, with with those kind of things. Okay, the orbs for and, for uh, for those of you playing along at home, one of my friends on uh, one of our sister stations. Uh, had a video and she didn't know she had anything until she had it, but it was, and listen, I'm not going to sit here and tell you every orb video is a paranormal thing or whatever, but every once in a while you come across one and it's like, huh, that's interesting. And she, to me, she had one. Corey thought it was a bunch of bullshit, but. (laughs) (laughs) And see, that's the crazy thing about paranormal is like, you can all have your own opinions on stuff. And yeah. you really can't argue against it one way or the other because none of us definitively 100% know for sure. 
No, and that's that's the kind of the cool thing about it is it's it's kind of where your weirdness meter goes. I think. Yep. How much uh, exactly. how much uh, you're able to you know move that needle on weird stuff. And listen, I've had weird stuff happen to me, so it's it you know it kind of is what it is. But uh, every once in a while, you see something that's like, okay, I can't. I, I don't have a I don't have a good explanation for this. So, right. uh, Corey, I will what, tell you. Go ahead. Without going into too much detail, because I'll save it for the film. There is a a quick part in the film that is an orb that I cannot definitively definitively tell you what would have caused it. I'll leave it there. You'll okay. see it in the film. <laughs> All right, let's get to the film. Corey Loman from Loman Paranormal on the line with me right now. So you have a documentary coming out, and uh, going back to the beginning of the interview, um, I first heard about this place from Josh and Katie. Um, it's the Horridge House in Vinton, Iowa, which is in Benton County, which is, gets a little confusing. But um, the the documentary is called House of 1859. It's coming out August 5th. We'll have some details about how you can see it and stuff. Uh Let's talk about the Horridge House. What's going on here? Yeah, so ultimately the house was built in 1859 um, by Dr. Klingen. It was eventually sold to the Horridge family uh, in the early 60s, late 60s, I believe. Um, and honestly, it, it's not a, as tragic of a story as you might think it would be with being the, an active haunted location. Um, but it is very old. Uh, the family lived there for close to 80 years. Um, there were a few deaths there. Uh, they're still trying to verify on some more deaths of the family there, but ultimately it's now the home to the historical society. So it houses thousands of historical artifacts from military to just generic old kitchen items that might've been around back in the 1860s. Um, they have original pieces to the house, um, a mirror, a nice little decorative piece that sits over the fireplace. It's just a, a very beautiful home. And it really, it, it's crazy the condition that it's in and how well it's been preserved over the last, you know, 170 yeah. years. As I recall talking to Josh and Katie, it wasn't so much tragic history. It was just history happened in this place, right? Yes, ex- especially in the town of Vinton. You know, it's there's other buildings there that are, are very old with the train depot there, uh, the history that is that that's all about with yeah. presidents coming through. Uh, the murder, the murder of Myrtle Cook. If you need a tongue twister, um, it's very Cook. tragic and sad, but um, also very, very dark and dark time of our country. You know, with um, the with her association with the KKK and and that kind of stuff. And uh, so the town itself has just had a lot of history and seen a lot of history. Okay, so let's go back to the Horridge House for a second. At what point did you go, I need to make a documentary about this? At what point was it, yeah, there's a lot a, a lot going on here? We did an interview with Josh and Katie about Edinburgh Manor. Yeah, because if and, I remember right, he's actually, his, him and uh, I believe his dad or his uncle were the ones who actually kind of got it up and running and made it available yeah. for investigation, right? Yep, I believe it was his uncle, and he was a, a tour guide essentially there for a long time and really kind of helped put Edinburgh kind of on the map. So we did a, a short little Facebook Live thing when we were getting ready to go out there with them, um, just kind of talk about the, the, the manor and everything, and our friendship really just took off yeah. um, and launched, and we've become really good friends since. And uh, shortly after that, they told us about the Horridge House and invited us to come out there um, before it was even open to the public, um, Katie had kind of had an 
insider track on a way to get in. And so thankfully we're able to get in there. And from the very first night we went there, I was hooked. It's the first place I was ever touched definitively by something I could not see or explain. It scared the living hell out of me. And I don't mean to laugh there, uh, but it's always funny. <laughs> I, it was the first place I got touched. And every time any, any yeah, paranormal know, investigator so laughs weird. at that. <laughs> It's so weird to say it that way, but there's really no other way. Yeah, to, no, to I know, I know it, exactly you know? what you're saying. So it it literally scared me. I mean, I I jumped <laughs> up, and I don't think I've ever gotten off the floor that quick in my life. Oh wow! And uh, the crazy thing is, is it's happened more times since then, but I've kind of become used to it happening there now. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so we've just we've been out there over a dozen times the last couple of years. And it seems like every time we go there, it either the activity increases from the last time we were there or we capture stuff that is just phenomenal and very, very rare to capture. Okay. Uh, well, let's, let's go that route. Um, you know, obviously you've been, you know, touched while you're there. What's, what's the other evidence that is showing up at the Horridge house that led to all this? So the, there's two specific instances that really made me say, you know what, we need to do something to show people what's going on here. And it was two EVPs, um, which is electronic voice phenomena, yep. that we captured on our camcorder audio. We didn't hear it with our own ears. Uh, it was Father's Day weekend. Told my wife, hey, I want to go out there, just me and you, no one else. Go out there, film a little bit, see what so happens. So romantic. I know. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, we caught probably two of the weirdest EVPs that you're ever going to hear. And they are literally direct communication to us. Um, the first one, we were literally getting set up to do a Facebook Live at the house. And on the camera audio, you hear this creepy voice just say hi. Really? In a very creepy, low manner. And then literally about an hour or two later, I think, we, we kind of went throughout the house and kind of didn't feel much going on. So we went back upstairs um, since that's where we were always kind of drawn to in the early times of investigating. And I'm laying on the master bed and I ask, is this where you want us to be tonight? And immediately on the camera audio, you hear a voice say, wouldn't it be? just directly to us and you can actually see these videos um on our TikTok. okay um, just live and the, the only editing that was done to those videos is an amplification of audio so you can hear it a little bit more clear but knowing that it was just us two in the house and with how clear and close these voices were it was just it when i first heard it it just sent chills throughout my whole body like what the was that? <laughs> I listen. I work with audio a lot, and I've worked with a lot of different paranormal groups from around the state. Long story short, they'll send me audio and have me, you know, turn up the levels, take out the white noise. What do you think of that? You know, that kind of stuff. And listen, when you come across an EVP that you can't explain, it's one of the creepiest things out there. Yeah, and like I said, we didn't even have to eliminate white noise or anything. It was that clear and that direct that. All I did was turn the volume up for you. 
Corey Lohman from Lohman Paranormal on the line with me talking about the Horridge House in Venton, Iowa. Uh, he has the documentary House of 1859 coming out August 5th. We'll have the details. And I found your guys' uh, TikTok and uh, Facebook page. I'll put links to that at the bottom of the page as well. So other than, you know, you said the nights that uh, you were touched, you jumped up a lot. Has there been another night that's been really scary to you in this place or is it more the kind of more interesting haunting like what's going on here what it what's it like for you to walk into the horror house right now honestly from the moment that we walk through the door it, it's almost like you just walk into some kind of energetic field okay um you'll you'll go from just just walk in the door and you feel the difference between being outside and going into the house yeah and then you'll get that same feeling going from from room to room. Uh, it almost feel like you walk through some kind of portal into a different atmosphere, essentially. And it, it's very odd and very unexplainable. Well, no, it, um, especially it, for me. What's, what's funny about it is whenever we talk about, you know, going back to the joke about being touched or walking into some of this stuff or a portal or whatever, to someone who's never done the ghost hunting thing, they're going to, you know, have that look on their face like, really? But to anybody that's actually gone and done it, like you, you go into this stuff every once in a while, and you're like, "Oh, I cannot explain this." But a room yeah, has a exactly. feeling sometimes. I mean, that I always call it. There's a feeling when you walk into someone else's house, and they're either home when they're home or they're gone. Houses feel different, and that's what uh, yep, I always so, kind of uh, put it to with this stuff. So, like for me, I I'm not. I don't get scared very easily, mm-hmm. uh, contrary to me jumping off the floor real fast. I don't know. You've talked um, about it a lot walk- today. so <laughs> I know, right? So, like, walking around in the dark or walking around in a house where I can't really see, that doesn't really do much for me. I can do it comfortably and be just fine. Um, for instance, you know, I've been in the basement of the Horch house blindfolded by myself and felt like I was sitting in my living room watching TV. When I tried to do that again at a later time, I could not do it because of how uncomfortable it felt. Yeah. Either going down there or just being alone in the house. Um, I know that there's times where Josh and Katie go to investigate and they can't even get upstairs. Yeah. Just because of the way that the energy this feels. And, and that's one of the weird things is that you can't explain it with words as much, but when you feel it, you know it. We were doing an investigation in the woods and it was like everybody at once, it was like, no one's home now. It, it There is a feeling to it. And Yep, exactly. And you kind of get that feeling, you know, sometimes at the house where, you know, you're in one of the rooms, you know, your devices are going off, you know, you're getting the goosebumps Mm -hmm. up one side of your arm or one leg or something. And then all of a sudden, a half hour later, it's like, okay, the, the air is just lighter. Yeah. And it just, it's got a completely different feel to it. Uh, Corey Lohman on the line with me right now talking about the Horridge House and their upcoming documentary, House of 1859. I, I always want to say 69, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, why is it well, called? Well, it's funny. Why is, that, why is it called 1859? Um, is that the year it was built? So the house was built in 1859. Oh, okay, yep. okay. And for a long time, actually, uh, we believe that George built it in 1869, but then we were able to find historical documents that prove that it was built in 1859 by Dr. Klingen, and then George and Elizabeth purchased it in 1869. So there's there's some good history here. Um, all right, so let's say someone shows up to see uh, the documentary August 5th when it comes out, and I believe uh, you said it's going to be at the Vinton Shellsburg uh, High School Auditorium. 
uh, and then people are going to be able to see it elsewhere, right? Yeah, so we will have uh, DVDs available. We're still working on a way to get those sold online. Uh, it may be something that we, we work something out with the Historical Society to post the link on their website to where you can purchase it. Okay. Um, we're also working with different streaming platforms to get it listed. Okay, cool. Um, we just haven't ironed out details with those yet. So. All right. All right, so someone's going to sit down to watch this thing, whether it be with you guys at the school or you know, on you know, a streaming service or whatever. Uh, what are they getting into? What are they going to see when they uh, see this uh, uh, feature? So one of the main things I wanted to focus on with making the film is you know, you, you see the TV shows, you see the, the dramatic reactions, et cetera. And some of those are very genuine. But I think when people first get into it, they have this expectation of activity is just going to go bonkers left and right. You're going to walk in, stuff's just going to happen consistently. <laughs> and that's not even close to what it's like. No. You know, when you see the shows, you see three, four nights of filming for 20 minutes of activity. Yeah. And so what I wanted to really do with this is, is go to the location, investigate for three nights, document as much as we could, and just share that with everybody. And luckily, you know, there's there's parts in it that are a little slower, and then there's parts where like, okay, this is crazy stuff. So I really wanted to, to focus on the reality um, and the genuineness of what an investigation is truly like. I don't think anyone's ever prepared for just sitting by themselves in the dark on the floor asking questions to the nether. No, not at all. <laughs> And the cool thing is, is, you know, we had, you know, we had Josh and Katie out um, along with Josh Hurd, who owns Malvern Manor. Yeah. Uh, he came out. Um, so we had kind of some group stuff go on. We, we tried some different things, played with some different equipment. Um, so we really tried just, just about everything in our arsenal and some of it worked, some of it didn't. Um, a lot of what you're going to see is the segments where the activity was really occurring um, and the main focal points, but you'll see that it's not always stuff flying off the shelves or people getting pushed or or stuff like that, but there is some pretty phenomenal stuff that did happen. Corey, what else you got going? I know this is kind of the big one right now, but uh, what else are you investigating? What else uh, can we look forward to for you? So I know that we got one, uh, one place lined up out here in Oskaloosa. Um, it's an old hospital out there uh, that we plan to visit later on in the year. Um, and then we're also working on, we're starting to work on stuff for next year Okay. Uh, with the documentary and the, the Paracons the events that we got going on coming up, uh, walk in the past is actually at the Horridge house. Okay. Uh, we volunteer at that event, uh, for the last three years since it started. Um, and I believe that that is now sold out as well. We, we got a bunch of people coming out for that. Uh, Josh Hurd will be there. Cool. Uh, Chad Lindbergh is one of our special guests at it this year uh if you don't know who that is he played ash on supernatural okay yeah yeah, uh, and yeah, also yeah, played, yeah yep and he also played the character jesse in the original fast and furious movie oh wow uh, and he's been on uh, countless other tv shows and and films as well and then we also have uh dave schrader coming out who if you are any fan of the paranormal and watch any show that you can think of he's most likely been on it Dave's Dave's uh, a good dude. Them. I like Dave a lot. Yes, um, I have not met him yet, uh, but from what I've heard, he is a wonderful human being. Not just investigator or someone in the in the community, but just a wonderful person in general. I have I have a very funny uh, Dave Schrader story when we're off there for you. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're excited to to have them out. You know, we'll we'll do. Uh, an investigation of not only the Horge House for this event, but we have a few other locations in the town of Vinton 
uh, that we'll be able to go into and explore as well. Perfect. Um, and then we have, uh, it's a Haunted Rock Island YMCA Paracon coming up in October um, that we'll be at um, promoting the film. And we'll have DVDs available for purchase there and to talk about the Horge House and stuff. And there's going to be, I don't know how many vendors, but a lot. Um, and it's five bucks and you get everything. What What was it? The Rock Island... Yep. So it's uh, the haunted uh, Rock Island YMCA building. It's now a Dan Viner furniture store. It's out in. Um, What's no? What was the name of the event? Uh, it's the haunted haunted Rock Island YMCA Paracon. Oh, okay. That's a boy. That's a mouthful of a name. Yes. So it's it's the first one they've had out there, and all the all the sales, the ticket sales, is all donated to the location uh, to help with preservation, et cetera. Okay. So with that stuff going on, we're we're not able to get out and investigate as much this year as we normally would like. So we're really starting to work on figuring out where we want to go to next year and really get back to the roots of just going to these different places and really diving into them and getting gotcha. back to the, the investigating. All right. Well, we'll leave it there for the week. Corey Lohman on the line with me right now talking about House of 1859, the Horridge House, Lohman Paranormal. We'll have all the links and everything at the bottom of the page for people if they want to go check it out or uh, find out more about you. Corey, uh, it was good talking to you, man. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you having me on. All right. We'll have the stuff at the bottom of the page. Corey, you have yourself a great day, all right? You too, man. Thank you.